Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 437, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, and sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. Gary, That's how are good. you? I'm doing good. What's new, Pards? Not much. I had a uh, a training at work uh, last week. We went. I went up to our store up near Boston, and this guy came in. He works for works for the company, and he lives in the Tampa area. And he was showing some pictures. He does stuff for uh, baseball fields and sports fields. He used to be the uh, he was like the turf manager for the Arizona Cardinals, the Denver Broncos, Milwaukee Brewers. Like he did all sports fields. So now he works for my company and he goes around trying to like grow that that line of business because we sell the stuff for baseball fields. Anyway, he was in Tampa now and he was showing pictures and he had a uh, a banner on one of the baseball fields for uh, Lakewood Ranch the high school or something like that. Lakewood, one of the teams. Oh really? So I thought that was good. I was asking him afterwards. I was like, "What part of Florida?" And he, the Tampa area. And I said, oh, "I saw you had the Lakewood uh, up there." And I said, "I played Lakewood National Golf Course a few years ago." And he's like, "Oh, how'd you do?" I said, "Oh, my normal terrible self, but it was fun." So, anyway, just thought I'd bring it back. He golfer to... parts? What's that? Is he? A... Yeah, he yeah, play... he, he said he plays golf not well, but he says he best plays one in a while. That is the best one of the day. I noticed our uh, indexes are very uh, mirroring each other right now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll be in group uh, eight next year. Group seven instead of group eight or whatever, or eight, eight instead of nine, whatever we were in. That's the best one of the day right there, Frank. Every time I play every time I play golf, I go into my bag and I get the, the program and my uh, locker sign there in my golf bag. It makes me laugh every time. You haven't put you haven't put those into your Golf no, I kind of like them in the bag because whenever I go to get like my my golf glove out, I see it and I look at it. it says Mr. Gary Rude, guest of Mr. Mike. Uh, <laughs> have you showed that to your dad? No, I should. He'd like that, wouldn't he? He probably would like that. Mr. Gary Rude. <laughs> <The best laughs> that is very good. It's got to be so disappointing when you don't get in that lottery this year, or if you don't. You know, if you don't get chosen. Yeah, that would suck, wouldn't it? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just the luck of the draw. A lot of demand for that thing, isn't there? It's a member guest parts. It's and you get no there's no like right of first refusal if you played the year before. No. That would make it real tough, but it would also be good once you got in to stay in. I heard a, a few cheap guys though who who didn't like what the cost was, so they Are might you not talking play about that uh the Varvix? He wasn't too happy about the price. I know the Busbys didn't like it. Yeah, Dick. Yeah, Richard didn't. He didn't like it. He didn't like the price. Felt like it wasn't worth it. I think the post. Well, it's not apply. like it's not like you don't know. It's no, not like it, you sign up and you get a bill. It's like you know what it is. What did what were you expecting to get from like that? Yeah, you didn't I, I feel we the got value. more than what I anticipated. But regardless of what you anticipate, like you knew what the golf was you knew what the the gift was and you knew there's going to be a lot of food you didn't know exactly what the food was but you know i i mean i thought it was i thought it was very good 
but it, that needs to be an annual thing. That's important. Even if not, I'll just say I'm playing in it. And we'll oh, no do doubt. It. We'll just do it like a week before, and I'll come down and just play like four days of golf with you. No doubt. That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I have to keep – because once you miss one year, then it's hard to get it back on the schedule. Yeah, it's every year. Just has come, to be yeah, you're right. Just come down and play golf. Right. The week before or the week after. Oh, and you could probably you could play twenty seven to thirty six too. Oh, Middle definitely. Of, wouldn't that be perfect? Just yes. Keep going, yes. keep turning it out. Yeah. Maybe get a reciprocal or two going. Try to go on tour a little bit. Eighteen in the morning at Sarah Bay. Eighteen in the afternoon at one of the reciprocal places. Oh, you can't do reciprocals in season. Oh, in season they they put the big nah, X just on that. six weeks oh, in the okay. summer. Yeah, well, it's worth the show. Well, six months. Darren, Darren can make a phone call though. That's true. He's a good guy. How was uh how was the concert? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of buzz on uh YouTube about that thing. <clears throat> I saw a couple of the big vloggers were live at the Christopher Cross concert. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you know that like Resort TV one? Do you ever watch their stuff? Yeah. They were there. Because the I noticed when I got home last night, uh, it, uh, like his the two shows that I was at were already up on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. What'd you go to the seven and the not or the six forty five and the eight or whatever it is? No, I went to the five thirty and the six forty five. Oh, the two early ones. Mm-hmm. That late one's a little too crazy, even for you. No, not too crazy. It's just a matter of timing. Yeah. Plus, she had to work today, so if we go eight, now it's done at eight thirty. You're leaving the parking lot at nine, not home till eleven. So right. I was wondering if it was just you. When you said oh no, she up. no, she came with me. She begrudgingly, she doesn't want to go see Christopher Cross, but she doesn't mind going to Chefs de France for a meal. Yeah, yep, that's good. Now, if he was there, like if he had a residency at Epcot and he was there like four weekends in a row, would you go every weekend? Is that how much? Not you every like weekend, him? no. But more than he's once? actually playing in Clearwater tomorrow. He's gonna go check him out. You think? No, tickets are ninety five dollars. Jeez, yeah. $95? Yeah. Is it like a small arena or like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would assume Clearwater is not going to have like, you know, more than 4,000, 3,000 people, but No, but I mean like is it like a 300 seat room like an acoustic set? Like Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about that this seems place. seems like a lot. I mean, I don't I wouldn't spend that to go see like Billy Joel. Oh yeah, I mean I'm cheap. I don't know. I yeah, like you are cheap. I don't get of good value out of concerts. I don't either. That's why I don't go. The free ones are fine. But Yep. I went to a few at Great Woods when I was a kid, but I just it's just not my thing. Yeah. Plus the ones at Epcot are perfect because it's like forty five minutes in and out. It's You're not st- stuck there for two hours hearing them tell stupid stories for ten minutes in between. It was fantastic because they were yeah. packed. It was packed. Yeah, it was a and good people one. actually said it like, "Wow, they're packed." I'm like, and I walk by. I'm like, "Cause it's Christopher Cross." <laughs> You're like talking trash to the people there. Oh, I was. <laughs> oh, yeah. why is it so busy? Cause it's Christopher F and Cross Bards. Oh, there was another family because you know, like how they all have to push you to get in there, and then like when he's oh, like. Yeah. Halfway through his last song, they were all running out so that they can get on right. the next ride. Right, right, yeah. So, uh, like, this family was leaving. As they're leaving, I'm like, oh, he's not done, folks. Sit down. He's not done. He's just getting warmed up. And Chris was like, shut up. Did they sit back down? No. No, they didn't listen to your advice. And then there was, like, a guy in front of us, and he was, like, jamming. And he was, like, probably our age and stuff. So he turns around. He goes, oh, he goes, he goes I apologize, like, if we got in your way and blah, blah. I go, no, you were fine. You, you It's not like you stood up or anything. You were fine. He's like, yeah, this was, like, my father's, like, one of my father's favorite bands. He's like, so I wanted to come see him and, like, kind of, like, remind me of my dad. And Kristen's like, did you hear that? His dad likes Christopher Cross. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> the guy's in his 50s. And his yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it's yeah, I mean. And the great thing, too, is like they're playing songs from everybody who's coming in. Every song rock. 38 specials, common air supply. I've got a lot of weeks coming up here. Oh, so you're saying like when they... Yeah, so like when you're sitting in like, Christopher Cross will be in just 10 minutes. And then then like they're just background music to play. And I'm like, yep, love this song. Love this song. Billy Ocean. Oh, it's fantastic. So good. You're back. You're rejuvenated. Oh, that's all it takes. That's it. Doesn't take much, does it? I had a beautiful dinner at, at 
Le Chefs de France. I saw Christopher Cross twice. In between, in between the shows, you saw we went Tom over Morrow. to Germany. Yeah. Oh, sorry. and we got the caramel popcorn. Oh, that stuff's good. The caramel shop there is dangerous. Yeah, we got that. We got two two of the cookies, and we wanted iced coffees. And we're venturing around because we couldn't find nice coffee. I said, you know what? Let's get the green iced teas over in Japan. Oh, there you go. And we got the green iced teas, and we got right back in line for Christopher Cross's second concert. You, how long did you have to get there before the concert for the the lineup to get in? Um, like they so didn't the turn li- people away. It was just packed, though. Yeah, so they have the line. Yeah, because when we when we were done with uh, Chefs de France, we had about ten minutes to get there, and as we were walking in, they had already seated the the uh, dining packages, right. yeah. and then the people in line. So we just walked right in and found an empty seat. And then for this, like they let the they have the line. The line goes out to uh, like the Italy Pavilion where their mm-hmm. yep. food and wine booth is. And then about fifteen minutes before the start of the show, they let everybody in. So oh, there you go. You didn't do the dining package, or uh, did you? No, I didn't. Only because they didn't really have anything of it. Like they they had like maybe one place. Oh, gotcha. All their other ones were quote sold out. So oh, because Chef de France doesn't participate in that, right? Mm-mm. No, because they're a separate right identity. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, when we were there for our trip, when we saw that big uh, bad blue dolls or whatever. Well, we didn't watch Best them, but days, yeah. the first day we went to Epcot, they had uh, Baja Men, and they mm-hmm. sat down and they were watching the concert, and it was sad. There was like eight rows of people there. It was all scattered out. There had to be under two hundred people at the concert altogether. Wow, it was kind of like I felt bad for them. But... Uh, it's got to be awful when when you can't even get people to sit down at a free concert on the first night of the festival. Like that's the first day of right. the like. You got to lead off with someone better than the Baja Men. You need to lead off with a Christopher Cross, a Spinners. Give me something for the first night. You can't have the biggest one-hit wonders of all time. They're just playing cover songs too. The Baja Men. They weren't even playing like their own. We didn't even stay for Who Let the Dogs Out. Wasn't good. Anyway, should we take our uh, our first yeah. break? All right. We'll do, yeah. We'll be right back. All right. That sounds. are back from break episode number 437 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast and this week we are on the fourth part of my trip review and i believe this should be the final part i only have two days left of the trip here parts okay you think we can wrap it up here i think so i think we can make it happen i got a teaser too i got a couple stories to tell you when we go to our next break about that song that you just played oh really Mm mm-hmm okay so I think where we left off was when uh, we played mini golf and we had our our night at the Victoria Falls Lounge. Yeah. And then the next day was a Sunday. What do you got, cue cards over here, Pards? It looks I like you're my, reading. I have my pictures. That kind of reminds me of what, what I did as I took pictures. So on... Uh, it's like you're giving a presidential speech. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Monday, excuse me. Monday... Um, we had Epcot that day, but we didn't want to rush into the park. We had a late night, and we let the girls sleep in. I ended up going down to uh, Sanaa for breakfast and did takeout breakfast, brought it back to the room. 
Um, that was very good. They're they're quick. They call it like a quick casual breakfast. So it's it's basically a quick serve. Okay. So you go to the bar, you order, and then they bring the food out to you, either to go or you can sit at the tables and they'll bring it out to you and everything. But you have to order everything at the bar. There's no like wait. Service. So there's no servers. Right. They do oh, come so, over. And you... They bust the tables and take everything oh, away. Oh, that's but... nice. Yeah. So if so, you wanted to, you could sit in there. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we ended up doing that another day, but this was the first time I did the Sanaa breakfast, and it was pretty good. I I, I found it to be uh, quite good. I'm gonna look on the menu here and and let you know what I ended up having. So for. Uh, Sarah, I got her the Bori breakfast, which is basically like their platter. Two eggs, any style, African home fries, house-made sausage, bacon, and a coconut drop biscuit, $12.99. And then I got the Shahai Turka French Toast, a saffron-scented uh, Sultan raisins, whipped chai cream, and almonds on this French toast, which was actually very good. Um, big piece of fresh toast that had like the almonds and the cream on top and the raisins with a bunch of stuff. It was good. It was a good portion. Uh, Sarah liked hers. The girls, I didn't get them anything because I had some uh, donuts from the quick serve in the room that they wanted, but they were still sleeping when I went down to get breakfast. Um, so we did that. I had a slow morning and then I ended up going to Epcot with just your because uh, Yurgina Jr. was uh, having a little bit of an issue in the morning, so she wanted to stay back at the room for a little while. I think she was just overtired. She slept more. And we went into Epcot, and we decided uh, they wanted to ride the Skyliner. So we went over, took the bus to Hollywood Studios instead of to Epcot, and we got on the Skyliner at Hollywood Studios, transferred over at Riviera, and went in through the International Gateway entrance at Epcot instead of going uh, through the front. And as soon as we got there, we ended up... Um, I did the Genie Plus that day, which in retrospect, I probably would not have done at Epcot. But um, I ended up doing it in the morning when I thought we were all going to go for the full day. However... Uh, we got in, we went over, we had a, a Genie Plus Lightning Lane for living with the land. By the time we got over there, it actually was like a 35-minute wait. It was a lot of people. Isn't that so, crazy how that'll be like a walk-on and then it'll be a 35-minute wait, like in a blink of an eye? I think sometimes, like if Soren goes down and people, or if it rains, people just go in there and they ride it. Yeah, you know true. I mean? So we ended up doing that. We got to skip the line, which was very helpful. And then... Um, we went over to Finding Nemo, and that's when we bumped into you guys, right? You met us over there. Yeah. Right when we got out of Finding Nemo, you guys were in waiting for us. And uh, we hung out a little bit. And then you guys had to go over to the Guardians of the Galaxy because we had the, the paid lightning lane for that. And we met you... Uh, so I paid for the three of us and we had to do like a swap because you guys went on together and then I went on by myself and you watched your Gina. That's correct. I rode that. That is correct. And uh, that was your first time on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Correct. What did, you, what did you think of it? I don't know what to make of it. Like the whole. Like I loved it, but I think I have to go on it again. Yeah, it's it was good. I mean, I, I ended up doing it three times on the trip and it's i liked it better each time i think it's yeah. really good the first time there's so much you don't really you almost don't feel how thrilling it is because you're like paying attention to everything else that's going on however it, it's very good i still don't think it fits in epcot but it's there and it's a good it's a good roller coaster where there shouldn't be one is that's the hill I'm willing to die on for that. I like it. I'll go on it again easily, mm -hmm. but I just feel like it doesn't doesn't fit in. But that's the way it's going. 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't do us any good to complain about it. No. We might as well enjoy the attraction that's there. And then, uh, so what do we do? After that, I got off. You guys were in the gift shop. Mm-hmm. She was spending some of her money. And then I think we headed back to the to the hotel. Did you guys stick? You stuck around a little bit at Epcot, right? Because you had already yeah. checked out. You yep. were done. Yeah. But we were going back because we wanted to meet uh, Sarah and Yorgina Jr. And see how they were doing. And they wanted to come back to Epcot. So we went back for a little bit, hung out at the room. And then we got back to Epcot later. And we met you guys. Actually, you guys were coming out of the land. Mm-hmm. And we just happened to and see you. We, I didn't even yeah. text you. And I just we saw yeah. you guys over there. And then we went over and did the uh, the Disney Visa meet and greet with uh, Mickey and Goofy. That was pretty good. That, Like you said, you didn't even know about that. You have the Disney Visa. And you... You were saying, how do you like, where do you learn about these things? And it was just correct online. Like you just can find things online. I think they have one in Hollywood studios as well. In the star Wars area, you can meet a, a, somebody from star Wars, which I wasn't interested in, but I think there's another one there as well. A Disney visa one, but that was nice. And the nice thing about that one, cause we didn't have the, uh, well you have it, but we don't have the photo pass, whatever they call it. Memory maker. But those were free downloads, so they were all popped up in the app, and I could download all those pictures right to the phone instantly. Um, so that's a nice little perk if you have that Disney Visa, which I know a lot of people do. I think not long after that, you guys had to take off, right? You had to get back because she had work the next day, and you had. Yep. But you did you go right home, or did you go? Well, you had to go back to Animal Kingdom because your cars were there. Uh, yeah, we went back there and hung out for a little while. Did you? Okay. Did you eat there or? Yeah, you know? we. Well, I mean, yeah, we we went to the Mar and had oh, some okay. water and soda or Nothing coffee crazy. or something. Yeah. And I got like, a, you know what I actually got? I got chicken fingers. Oh yeah, you just felt I like seen like the like kids that. eating them, and I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm actually in the mood for freaking chicken fingers. They do. They actually do a good job with the chicken fingers. They they're were not good. Bad. Yeah, they're not bad at Disney. Those chicken fingers. Um, so you guys left and we were just kind of hanging around Epcot the rest of the night. We ended up um, going on Frozen and uh, Ratatouille with the girls and we did the Mexico ride again and just kind of mulled about, had some food at the food and wine booths, not too much. Um, and then... We could stay late because uh, we were staying at the Deluxe, so we had two extra hours after the park closed. So we did uh, Ratatouille was right when the park closed. So as soon as we got off the Ratatouille ride, we went over to the gift shop at the International Gateway because they had their um, they did their uh, the scavenger hunt, the one you could pay ten dollars and you go around to all the countries and find the hidden Remy statues and you get a cup at the end. So they had to collect their cups before the gift shops close. We did that. We started to see the fireworks going off from uh, Harmonious as we mm-hmm. were walking back. And then the park was closed. So we decided, oh, the park's open for two more hours. Let's go try to ride a couple rides that uh, Sarah didn't get to do because she was back at the hotel. And we went over to journey to imagination and that was closed that's not uh part of the one of the rides that's open for the extra two hours so so we went over there and then at that point <laughs> i said well i better Are you figure... sure that's the reason or is it because of yeah. covid no that's the reason so i at that point i pulled up the phone and googled which attractions were part of the evening extra magic hours and the list is not super long at Epcot. You have Soren, which the girls didn't want to do. You have uh, Test Track, which the girls didn't want to do. Spaceship Earth, okay, that's one. Mission so now, Space. how does it how does it work? Do you have to scan your band and it knows that you're staying at a uh, deluxe? Yes. Yep. They make you scan at every attraction to make sure you're staying at a deluxe. Um. So the Ratatouille rides part of it. 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is actually part of it, and they have a special third um, virtual queue that goes at 6 p.m. for people that are staying at Deluxe. So I actually got into that, but I ended up not going on it. I had like a 10-10 return time, but everyone wanted to leave before that, so we just I skipped out on that. So I could have gone on it uh, three times that day at uh, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, basically the extra hours... Uh, we went on Frozen and then left. So we did one extra ride with the extra hours, but they were tired. We left at about 10 o'clock. We didn't stay till 11, which we could have. Uh, but not a lot was open. It, it would be good for older kids or more thrill-seeking kids because you could do some of the the bigger rides with less of a weight, obviously, but they didn't want to do any of that stuff. And a lot of the more tame rides weren't part of it. So it didn't work out super great for us. However, it was, uh, it still was a good day at Epcot. And then, uh, the next day was the 19th. We had nothing going on. That was our last full day. And we went to, uh, Disney Springs. That was kind of the main attraction of that day. However, in the morning, uh, we did go to Sanaa, and we sat down, the four of us, and we had the breakfast down at uh, <clears throat> at, at Sanaa, and that was really nice sitting there. Like you said, that restaurant's just so nice, and having the quick breakfast there, it was mm -hmm. really good. I got the Eggs Benedict that time, so which was very good. What, what, how would you categorize this? Is this like in between a quick serve and a uh, sit-down, or what? No, it's ba it's a quick serve. It's, it's quick basic, serve prices, it's quick and you just that's like your your cafeteria. It's like the nicest cafeteria you can have. But I, like, is everything pre made, or do you have to wait for it? No, we had to wait. It was a good 15, 20 minutes to wait for it to come out. So then it's made fresh. So it's not quite like your pop century, right? But everything's cheap. It's like eleven ninety nine. Yeah, I know the price wise. I just nice. was, I've never eaten there, so I just wasn't sure if it's yeah. You, know, you it's order it, strange they just throw at that. At that point, they should just make a sit-down and charge you five bucks more per entree. Yeah, but now they don't have the staff, so I like that model. I just wasn't sure yeah. how the food was. It was very good. Hot and fresh, made to order. It was good stuff. Um, yeah, so we ended up going over to Disney Springs. Uh, we hung out there for a few hours. Do you go in all the bad stores that I go into? No, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't. We They don't want to go on that. With the, the kids, they don't care about that stuff. We go in the World of Disney, go in the co-op, the Christmas store, the art store. I love that. I love the Disney art store. Yeah. Uh, Basin, the soap store. They like yep. that. The girls hang out in there. Um, All that stuff. Spend a little bit of money. We had poutine for a snack. Did you see the shirt there? No. Which one? I might have to get it for you. They have a poutine shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that one. It's in Canada. Oh, in Epcot. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I might have to pick one up. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it's a ridiculous shirt that you it's, would love to wear, right? Very ridiculous. I mean, yeah. who, who wears a shirt that has French fries with freaking, you know, cheese curds mashed and gravy potatoes on it. Yeah. and, and beef jerky on it? I would definitely wear that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, you know, we didn't do, we didn't eat really. We just kind of had some snacks at Disney Springs, walked around, got a few things in the gift shop, one in the Christmas shop that was good. And then we, uh, we headed back, headed back to the room. We hung out at Animal Kingdom. We did the pool in the afternoon, walked around, saw the animals, you know, did that for a little while. And then we, uh, I ended up making a dinner reservation for Boma dinner. So I, I had a change of heart. Remember, I canceled all yeah, my after reservations. The kids, yeah, after, yeah, after, after the bad uh, juniors, Cinderella. Yep, got banned, yeah. right. And then uh, we ended up making that for the dinner buffet. And I'm glad I did because that was really good. The dinner buffet there is so good parts. That's my favorite Tom Petty song, by the way. What's that? There's been a change. Do, do, do. Yeah, there's been a change of heart. And there's... I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm glad to know that now. Um, I'm going to say it. 
I think the dinner's better than the breakfast there. Stop it. I think it is. Pete Likes Meat was not a fan when they reopened. Yeah, but what does he know? He doesn't like adventurous food. Like, he's not a... He's a plain Jane kind of guy. Yeah, that's true, but... Pards, they had four different soups. Oh, talk to me. They had, like, a seafood gumbo. Oh, what was in it? It was... I don't even remember what was in it. It was so... They were... I had three of them. One was the butternut squash soup, which I don't like that. So I didn't go for that one. One was like a, a spicy beef stew. Yeah, there was like the seafood. I, I can't even remember. I'm going to look at this menu. And Did see you try what... the butternut squash? No, I don't like butternut squash. Okay. They gave it to us during that. Um, oh, the thing they don't do anymore. Yeah, yeah, you needed to try it. It's good. You know, you sounded like Peter likes meat or not very in- adventurous. I'll take the chicken noodle soup there, parts. Well, I didn't have chicken noodle. They didn't have chicken noodle soup. But I also didn't want to have a uh, a fourth bowl of soup of something I didn't like when there were a lot of other good options out there. Yeah, but that's what's so fantastic about the buffet. You could have just put a little drop in. That's true. But they had, I mean, they had stuff for the kids. They had the mac and cheese and the chicken and all different stuff, but... All right, let's let's start at the beginning, all right? Let's yes. go like if if you're doing the breakfast buffet where they have the grilled asparagus and the grilled tomatoes. Let let me hear about this meat station, please. So the first station they have is like fish. They have a salmon. Um they have potatoes, herb roasted. So is it like... set up differently than it is for breakfast? No, it's the same setup, they're just different stuff and then the carving station they had uh Spiced pork ribs with tamarind honey barbecue sauce, which were fantastic. They had an African carved strip loin, and they had uh, rotisserie chicken. So they had three uh, meats at the carving station for dinner. The chicken was good. The strip loin was not that good. I was disappointed with the steak. I was looking forward to that, and the steak wasn't overdone. that good. Little overdone, not a ton of flavor. The ribs were very good. Um, then they have like the kitty section that has the mashed potatoes and the corn and the mac and cheese and the spaghetti and meatballs and all that stuff. Obviously, I skipped over that. And then like where they have the omelets at breakfast, that's where all the soups were. And they had like the four different soups. Ugh, they were so I, I wish I could remember exactly. They don't have them listed on the app, but there was a there was definitely a seafood one which was really good, like a curry. I think it was like a coconut curry seafood stew. And they had like a spicy, oh, it was a oxtail. It was a, like a spicy oxtail stew. That was fantastic. But I had like a big bone in it, like a the whole bone of the oxtail, and you're like pulling the meat off the bone. That was so good. Then they have all like the uh, stuff that you might not like, like the hummus and all that kind of stuff. They had all different kinds of hummus with pitas that you could use to dip it. And then the desserts, they had the zebra domes and a bunch of other, it was so, everything was good. That was, I would go back, if you gave me the choice between the two, I think I'd pick dinner. Really? Over breakfast. And I love the breakfast, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to disparage the breakfast, but the dinner was that good. Wow. I think Susie would like it, because she's adventure. like, you guys are both adventurous eaters, but it has, like, the meat and stuff, like, that you can really dig into, find something you really like. I just know how you are with soups. That's like heaven for you, having four different oh, yeah. soups sitting there. Um, after that, we didn't do much after that that evening. We were just kind of taking it easy. We were checking out the next day, so we had to go back and like pack everything up and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but we did have a late flight, so we were able to enjoy our last day on the 20th. And... Um, we stayed in the room until checkouts at 11. I think we left at like 1030 and we headed over to, we were going to play mini golf. So we decided to uh, take the bus to Hollywood studios because we're going to play at Fantasia gardens. So our plan was to take the bus to Hollywood studios, take the Skyliner over and then uh, walk from Epcot to the Fantasia Gardens, that like where the Epcot one drops you off to Fantasia Gardens, which is a long walk. 
Yeah. So it got a, it got a little change. While we were on the Skyliner, everyone was saying they were hungry for lunch. So I got on the app and did the mobile order at uh, Primo Piatto. The I'm a, I like this. I like this play right here, Pards. At the Riviera, because we were stopping there anyway, Pards. It drops you off. you got to transfer over to get to the Epcot line. So we decided to get off at the Riviera, which, by the way, is gorgeous. The, the grounds there, I don't love that it's the high rise and that it's a small footprint, but they did a really nice job with that. The lobby's beautiful. Have you hung out there at all? I've not been there at all. You haven't? Okay. I've not been there. Pards, they have like a bocce court sitting outside, just like outside the pool area where you could just play bocce. And like I was sitting in the restaurant, you could see people playing bocce and they have the quiet pool over there. It's fantastic. And this that whole courtyard is really nice. Um, Primo Piatto, very good. I had uh, I had an Italian sandwich on on ciabatta bread with the uh, garlic parmesan truffle fries. It was fantastic. Wait, and what was the Italian sandwich? It was just uh, it had gabagool and ham and salami, um, provolone cheese. It was a cold sand, like a cold Italian sandwich, but it was really well done. Very good. And the fries were fresh and crispy. That yeah. was good. Um, I also had the tomato soup for uh, a side. That was really good. Tomato basil soup. Fantastic. I know you're like, you liked the tomato soup at that Woody's lunchbox, right? You had it there. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have it there, so I can't compare it, but this yeah. was fantastic. It yeah, comes I'm sure with, it like, was. It comes with the croutons, like fresh croutons to put in the soup. Mm-hmm. So you get that little bit of crunch with it. Very good. Had a little kick, too, like just enough spice where it wasn't like. Sometimes tomato soup could be sweet. I don't like it when it's sweet. And this was spicy, which was perfect. And then Sarah got the uh, the croque madame or croque monster, whatever that sandwich is over yeah. there. And she said it was fantastic. Did I had a couple bites. Of, I had a couple bites of it. It was very good, but she really liked it. Just looking at the uh, the lunch menu here. Yeah, croque monster, a classic French ham and Swiss sandwich with like the uh, the cheese melted on top. The spicy Italian sandwich had uh, capicola, which is gabagool, ham, provolone, a vegetable giardinia with a garlic mayonnaise served with your choice of side. And then the tomato soup, creamy tomato soup with focaccia croutons and extra virgin olive oil. Everything was good. The girls liked theirs. They just got the kids' meals, but they liked their stuff. Came out fresh, hot. Everything was very good. Nice seating area. Beautiful seating area. Brand new. It's all clean, like white marble. Like the whole lobby is just. I think you would like. You're gonna so go this there. This is a place you'd like to stay at. Yeah, I definitely would. If you weren't gonna run around at the parks and stuff. Yeah, I think so. So Even what you're you... saying is that for me and Kristen for a weekend, this would be the best. You know, a good play. Mm, and that other place is supposed to be really good, too. Topolino for dinner. Oh, supposed to be man, fantastic. you can't get a reservation there. And you know what? I heard it's totally, totally European. Yeah. Where it's like a three-hour meal. Yeah. Yes. Which you like. I don't. You know what? I I don't mind. Like it depends when we on the go, situation. When we were going to see Christopher Cross, and I did want to get in and out. But there's right. nothing worse when you just want to have a good meal and, and they're trying to get you the hell out of there. You get that that annoys me. Or like when you order something and it comes right out and you're like, yeah, that's been sitting under a heat lamp all afternoon. Right. You know, if I want that crap, I'll go to a quick service. But if I, I want a, I want a burger, I'm going to pay 20 bucks for a burger. I want it cooked to order. Yeah, you want them to make it for you. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I mean, you would if you walk in this place, you're just gonna you're gonna spend five hundred dollars a night to stay there. Because oh no gonna, doubt it's you're it's, gonna it's, fall it's in love with it. Once you step yeah. foot on there, you're gonna fall in love with it. It's fantastic. It's totally your vibe. It's kind of modern, but it's got that old school like old school feel, but like the modern amenities of it. But just total chill, chill, clean. Everything's white inside, like just. I don't. I, it's hard to describe until you walk in there. It, it's really nice, though, and the grounds are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. How about the pools? So I only saw that one quiet pool, 
and it was really nice. They have these lounge chairs they have almost look like a cabana. Mm. It's got like this cushion on it and it has a big round cover. You could fit like three people on the chair. Mm. It's really a cool, a nice little thing there. And I didn't walk around outside to see the the main pool with the slide and everything. I didn't get a chance to to check that out, but it's a nice it's a nice area. They even have like a giant chessboard, like life size chessboard you could play. Like the okay, all the pieces are like three feet tall. There are people playing chess on the giant chessboard. Like I said, they have the bocce court, all sorts of good stuff out there. Very cool. Um, so we ended up going after our lunch and walking around a little bit. We got back on the Skyliner, took it over to Epcot. And instead of walking, we took a friendship boat over to uh, Swan and Dolphin. Because it's literally, it's, oh, you, you went to, it's, it's over where the Swan Reserve is across the street. Yeah, yep. You exactly. have to cross the street to the yeah. Swan Reserve. Yeah, it's in that parking lot, right? So we went over there, which that's a strange thing. You don't think about it that much, but. When you're at Disney, to actually have to cross a crosswalk where there's traffic is a very strange thing when you're on like a Disney vacation. Yeah, because you're not used to it. You don't see car like you don't yeah, see you're moving off, traffic. You're kind ever. of off guard, like where you yeah. have to like actually like now think. Yeah, like hold on, we gotta press the button for the crosswalk. Yeah, yeah we gotta make sure strange. that these people are yielding to us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not in a bad I don't mean in a bad way, just kinda something you don't think about too much. And then uh went over and played Fantasia Gardens. Not the fairways, the gardens. And even at like 2 o'clock, it was like a half-hour wait to get on that thing. Was it really? Yeah. So I think the Winter Summerland, one, because the Blizzard Beach is closed, it was dead. But also, they have two courses, which are basically the same, so it splits everybody up. On this one, people don't want to play that fairways one because it's too hard. They basically discourage you from it. They tell you it's going to be like two and a half hours. It's very challenging. And then the other one, they're like, oh, it's about an hour and, you know, family friendly so do you want to play the challenging one now? i kind of do and I just like bring it. your own putter i think i would bring my own how putter, great yeah. how great would it be we go up there we bring our own putter and then we eat an amare oh and we split around a go- like we you... play in the morning at the magnolia and then we go over there at night and, and then we yeah and then we go over there do miniature golf and then we split one of their uh pizzas Oh, for an appetizer? And then we both get porterhouses. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Doesn't that sound lovely? I could do that. That's not a bad idea. So we play our mini golf. The round Maybe I'll try to completely whiff on the member guests because this is starting to sound good, isn't it? (laughs) That'll be the trip. Just drive up for a day. (laughs) We don't have to stay up there. We'll just drive up and do it. Um, So we play our mini golf. It's our second time we played there. We like that course. The Fantasia Gardens is fun. I like Winter Summerland better, but Fantasia Gardens is very fun. It's a good. I love the theming of Winter Winter Gardens. Oh, it's it's, nice. I like that better. I do, but it's good. That freaking room with like the TVs going, like you actually feel like you're hanging out at a house on Christmas Eve, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Like they got the TV and the Christmas tree. Like I just love those last few holes. It's really nice. Um. After our mini golf, we go over and we decide we're going to go to the fountain at the uh, at the Dolphin and have some ice cream. Because after mm. you play mini golf and of the course summer, a hot day in Orlando in July, you want to have ice cream after your have some ice cream golf at right. three o'clock. So we go over, walk in, get seated. There's no one in there. We order some drinks, some waters. I got a coke, and we're looking at the menu. And the waitress comes over, and we're looking at the ice cream section. She says, just so you know, we don't serve ice cream until 4 o'clock. And I thought, I like, I knew she wasn't kidding, but I I think I said, are you kidding? Because I couldn't believe it. She says, yeah, we don't serve ice cream until after 4. Hmm. And I'm looking at the menu, and it's on the menu. And that's what we came in for. So I just was like, you can't serve us ice cream? No, we can't serve. I'm like, all right, we're all set. So we just walked out. Mm-hmm. Which, does, I mean, I'm still, like a month later, I can't put my head around that, how that makes any sense. Can you explain? Like, I mean, you're a businessman, so you always want to make a buck. I'm I'm willing to pay overpriced ice cream, get sun. I'm, I'm going to spend... Fifty dollars, leave a ten dollar tip 
for some ice cream for four people at this point because I don't really care. You know what I mean? And now, if just... I were the server, I would have just scooped you some ice cream and just taken the cash. Well, yeah, I mean, Do you have cash, sir. <laughs> but I don't understand. Like, how is it not? Is it not in the facility? Like, they cart it in at three fifty-eight and get it. Like, it's there. It's on the menu. Just imagine how pissed you'd be, though. Like, if you're having lunch there and you're like, "Oh, this place is great. They have the right, you know, the burgers and the fries and the onion rings." And then after that, we can get a milkshake or ice cream sundae. And you go at twelve thirty. You have your lunch, and you're like, "All right, we'll have a, you know, an ice cream sundae for." Oh, you can't have dessert. What do you mean you can't? Well, we don't serve ice cream till four o'clock. I can't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you would think a place like that, most people want to have a burger and a Sunday. Right. Now, if it wasn't open up. until 4, if they were only open for breakfast and dinner, right. okay. I I mean, obviously, if it was closed, it was closed. I wouldn't have cared. But to be open and to be the place that's like supposed to be like the ice cream shop and not serve ice cream is ludicrous to me. I completely agree. And I, I just couldn't. I couldn't fathom it. So what we ended up doing was we walked over to uh, the Boardwalk Ice Cream Shop. We didn't go to Beaches and Cream. I didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. We, we just went over to the Boardwalk Ice Cream Shop, and we had our ice creams there, and they were fine. Um, nothing fancy. They don't have a lot of flavors. They used to be that Ample Hill, and that place was uh They went out of business. Louis, and they went out of business overall, so obviously they closed the Disney one. Yeah. Yeah, they they didn't have they only had like coffee and strawberry and like the classic flavors. They didn't have anything okay. out of the ordinary, but it was fine. The girls had uh, a little Sunday, like a Mickey Mouse Sunday, had Oreo cookies for ears. It was good. So we sat there, we had our ice cream. Uh, we walked around a little bit, and at that point, we had to head back to uh, to Animal Kingdom. Because our flight was at 8.45 and we wanted to be on the road at about 6. This was like 4.30 at this point. So by the time we got back over, we took the uh, the boat again, this time to Hollywood Studios. Got on the bus from Hollywood Studios back to Animal Kingdom. We hung out in the lobby. They have like a kids club in there. We were in there for about an hour. They do like arts and crafts. They have TVs set up, things like that. It's all. Where is this? It's at uh, Kadani Village, like across from the arcade. There's a little uh, community center, they call it. Okay. And they have all different things. There's people, there's a couple uh, cast members in there, and they have, you can even like play video games. They have like Nintendo Switch and PlayStations, and you can like borrow games from the cast members, and you go over to like a little TV, and you can play video games, and they have the TVs on. They have puzzles and board games and things like that for the kids little scavenger hunts they won prizes they did little free arts and crafts so that was good like the girls each made a necklace with a lot of beads um we did that for an hour hour and a half until we uh got our bags and grabbed our lift back to the airport and headed back home to rhode island but that extra day, that pushing the flight back, because we had an early, early flight initially. Yeah, yeah. That's, that would have ruined the whole yeah. day before. Yep. So that was the best one of the day to push. Oh, the that's back. the best one of the day. That was a great leave as well. Like if they had a three o'clock flight, that would have been good. But having the late flight and getting basically a full day out of that last day was a, a huge advantage. Did you fly direct again? It was direct, which was also nice. The flight home got delayed about an hour because the. Uh, the flight crew, their flight in was delayed. So the plane was there and the pilots were there and we had no, they didn't have a flight crew until the flight coming in from Denver got in about a half hour late or whatever. So that ended up being a slight delay, not a big deal. But we didn't get back to Providence till around midnight. And then uh, we both had to work the next day, which wasn't too bad. By by the weekend, I was fine. So I only had like Thursday, Friday at work that week, short week. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, you leave on a on a Tuesday and you come back on a Thursday, so you have like one day before and then two days after for your vacation. So a couple of short weeks in a row was very nice. 
So that's it. That was the trip. Finally wrapped it up. Four parts, but four parts. It was good. And I got my uh, traditional uh, Chinese food at the MCO airport. Where do you go? They have. I forget. I don't know if it's a uh, Panda Express or whatever it is, but it's just that there's like that food court when you get into the Southwest yeah. Terminal. Yeah. And they have a they have a McDonald's and a Sabaro and a Chipotle or whatever over there. I get the. I always get the Chinese food. So I had. And what that. do you normally get? I got the Mongolian beef and the uh, orange chicken. With rice. It was pretty solid. And how does it sit with you, like, on a two-and-a-half-hour flight? It was fine. Yeah, no no issues there at all. None whatsoever. That was not that was not a problem. So that's it. Easy peasy. Flights were best. good. Flight home was good. Flight down was good. It was a good trip overall. Not too many. A couple little hiccups, but that's to be expected when you're there for that long with a young family. You're going to have some some bumps in the road but overall things went pretty much to plan we had a lot of good days the only thing that kind of stunk for us was uh at kadani village the pool area a couple times we tried to go it was closed because of weather which nothing you could do about that but then the whole uh the kids area like the uh, splash pad area was broken for the whole time we were there yeah that sucks yeah they were working i wasn't working they had people, they, they were like digging holes. Like when you go up to the slide, you could see them near the hot tub. They had all the pipes exposed. They had it all like roped off. Wow. Like trying to get the, yeah, there was something going on there, obviously. So that was kind of a bummer, but the girl, the pool was open. So they still had fun in the pool. We went in the hot tub a little bit at night. That was like the last night after dinner, after our Boma dinner, we went in the hot tub for a little while and did the pool. It was good. Very good trip. Any final thoughts or questions for me before we take our second break? No. No. All right. We will be right back after. Okay. Back from break, episode number 437 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Is that get you pumped up for next weekend? Yeah. Or whenever it is. Is it two weeks? It's two weeks. I can't wait. The air supply is so good. Is that Labor Day weekend? No, it's still in August. Oh, so it's a a week from Saturday. Okay. Yep. Is that better? Is Air Supply better than Christopher Cross for you, or is that Christopher? Oh Cross no, 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 no! One? Christopher Cross is like my top five all time of anybody. Of anybody? Oh yeah, not just of Epcot performance. No, 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 no. He's a top five. I listen to his channel on Pandora. He has a channel on Pandora. It's called the Christopher Cross Channel, and that's what I play on on Number One T when we're going off in the when we play in the summer in the afternoon. <laughs> and the it's guys for, don't like it, do they? Uh, uh, Alex Detweiler likes it. Uh, Mr. Oh, he Cashier does. Design. Oh, yeah. Alex does like some of the cheese. Yeah, he's fine with that. Now, do you have like the paid Pandora or do you get commercials every once no, in a I while? No, I do the commercials. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's not the only bad. problem is if a commercial starts like as you're like approaching, like if you're starting to get your setup for the drive, and then all of a sudden it's like, come on down to Hyundai of Sarasota for the best deals in town. All right, we need to 
need to take a step back for this one during the Pandora commercial. Yeah, I mean, it's got Michael McDonald. It's just got That's cheese after cheese after cheese after cheese. It's so good. Mm. Yacht Rock is what it is. What is? All that stuff, right? Michael McDonald and Christopher Cross. Well, that's, that's on like... that's on Sirius XM. Christopher Cross has his own channel on Pandora. Right. What I'm saying that it, it constitutes as yacht rock. Yes. It's that genre. Yeah. Everybody has their own channel on Pandora. You just put in somebody's name and it creates a channel based off of their stuff. Oh, okay. But they, they do have like moods and things like that. I know what you're saying. I love Pandora. The best one of the day. That's the best one of the day. So, anyways, yes, you had a story for me. Christopher Cross was talking about how that movie, Arthur, mm-hmm. he was um he was good friends with Dudley Moore, and Dudley okay. Moore invited him to a party at Liza Minnelli's house. And I didn't realize Liza Minnelli's mom was Dorothy in the Wizard oh, yeah. of Oz. Oh yeah, Judy Garland. Yeah. Yep. So she had to she they had to she had the slippers on display. And Christopher Cross said something about like I've heard like there are three or four different sets he's like yeah but when when they finished like the last scene my mom actually took the slippers and put her like in her pocket so like these are the originals that she wore (laughs) throughout the wizard of oz so he said that he was just he couldn't get over like these slippers so he kept going like during the party he kept going into this other room just to look at the slippers and blah 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 so he said when they were when he was leaving said liza minnelli walked him out he's like there's no reason to walk me out you know miss a minute whatever um, you've got a bunch of people at your house and blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm not so much walking you out. I just want to make sure you don't take my mom's shoes. And I be you. You know, he did like a lot of be you. Oh, did the, did the bass player even do that? Nah, he, no. uh, he didn't do it. That would have been great. Because he always tells the story about how he got into being in a band. He just, his dad used to play the bass and he got into it um, for that. Said so, he was he was playing drums. He asked his parents for a drum set. So he was playing drums and he was kind of like in the high school band. He said, and then they started playing gigs where, like, they were like at clubs and stuff. And he realized that if you wanted to pick up chicks, you had to be at the front of the stage and not at the back of the stage. So, I'd be, so you have to play that one. Yeah. <laughs> he did a few views during that. That's funny. You like that stuff. I love that stuff. Don't it you? doesn't matter if he told that. You could hear that story 10 times. You still laugh. Every I heard, time yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you like it too, don't you? That's pretty good. Yeah. You got who else to sell to sell it, you know, to tell a cheese story than Christopher Cross? Yeah, the cheesiest of cheese. You got to tell a cheese story. He, you think he's cheesy? Oh, yeah, of course, isn't he? Yeah, pretty bad. It's not bad, but it's cheesy. Now, do you, you never listen to like the uh 90s hip hop station when you play golf, do you? No, that's no, that's Pat. That's your that's your stuff. Yeah, see, that's what I listen. to. I mean, I do. I will listen like the LL Cool J. So I yeah, I will listen to some of the rap because like Warren G and Regulators will come up once in a while. Like that uh, yeah, comes I'll on. That's that. a good one. It depends on the group. You got to get the right vibe for the group you're playing with. That's important. I don't really look for the vibe. I just play the cheesiest. What you want, you play what you want. Yeah. That's yeah, it's my only speaker child, and it's but... my Pandora. Absolutely. That's true. Okay, fair enough. On that note, I think we should probably wrap things up this week. Right. What do you think? What do we good. got on YouTube? Anything good coming up? I'll, I'll get that miniature golf one out. Oh, I want to see. Yeah, that. you've been. Have you watched any of it? I have not even looked at it. Parts. Oh, uh, you're going to be either disappointed or pleasantly surprised. We'll have to see what happens here. So go to youtubecom WDW Beyond the Gates. Subscribe there. We do appreciate that. You can find us online at WDWBTG.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Uh, you can subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Our email is info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I miss anything? Negative. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 437 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. Animal.